0: Hey there, traders. Looking to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Hey there, traders. Today, we're going to be talking about a trade in Starbucks. And honestly, when this trade happened, uh, I thought this was probably one of the best lessons that I had come across because I wanted to share it with you. Um, I think this is going to be really interesting for you today uh, on this uh, this trade recap here. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com. Where we give you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And here's your host, go to one of the top 100 people in finance by Redwood Media Group, founder and head trader of 10MinuteStockTrader.com, Christopher Ewell. The How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast is produced in partnership with my friends at FinClub.ai. I use the artificial intelligence data from FinClub as my primary indicator. I don't even take a trade if FinClub doesn't show me that I have a greater edge than any other traders in the market. You've heard the stats, 90% of traders fail, which is why you need to find an edge, and FinClub has that edge for you for just a few dollars a day. The returns produced by FinClub have been shown to be more than double that of the market, with win rates as high as 90%. I mean, they basically make it so easy, they're going to show you exactly what stock is going to exactly what price, basically, they're handing everything you need to you on a silver platter. Listen, they are so confident that this will change the way you trade. FinClub.ai is going to give you two full weeks to test drive their service, and they'll even give you all their historical results so you can see exactly how it works and how it can dramatically change the way you trade. And that's exactly what I've done. So head on over to FinClub.ai to start your free two-week trial, and I'll even throw in some extra bonuses after you sign up. Now, the only place you can get your discounts and free bonuses is at FinClub.ai. That's FinClub.ai. Alright, so we're going to be looking at, oh hang on a second, I see a typo, let's fix that real quick, Starbucks, alright, so if you're anything like my household, um, half of our paycheck goes to Amazon, the other half of our paychecks go to uh, Starbucks and um, all of them are spent by my wife, this is not the technology sector, so this is Starbucks and this is the consumer discretionary, discretionary. And uh, the interesting thing about this trade, uh, I'll show you this in a few minutes, um, I was just reading in a book called um, The New Trading for a Living by Dr. Alexander Elder, certainly a book that you need to, to pick up. Um, and I had heard about, uh, f- they call them fingers, or they call them kangaroo tails, or they call them something, right? I've heard it described several different ways. But essentially, it's like whenever there is a long tail on a stock, uh, on on a bar, or hourly, a daily, whatever it is, and then it starts chewing up that tail, right? You've got this long, long tail coming off the main bar, and then the tail is getting eaten up, right? You see the tail. You're like, awesome. Yes, this is going great. And then all of a sudden, it starts going back the other direction. Well, what you want to do in that case is exactly... Uh, what i did on this starbucks trade. now i'm going to describe it more in detail and this is why i feel like this is one of the better trade recaps that i've done because it really took into some uh, took into some discretionary into account and totally 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 worked out because of knowing what to do when you see those long tails. So before we get into that let's talk about the details of the trade right so it was a long put. And I've been doing more and more long calls and long puts, mainly because just premiums are so cheap right now. Um, I'm buying them whenever they have less than 30 cents of extrinsic value. And whenever you have extrinsic value, that's what people get nervous about with, with options is that it has time decay. And yes, it does have time decay, but I'm using uh, a trend following technique. So I'm following the trend. As soon as the trend reverses, I'm out right? I'm not letting it sit there for days and days, just hoping it goes down. If it's not moving in that trend, I'm not staying in. And so with only 30 cents of extrinsic value, that's the most that I could lose just in time value is $30 on a trade, which isn't all that much. And um, so I purchased uh, long puts for $2.30 on February 6th. And that was when Starbucks was trading at 86.58. And I sold them one day later. I don't even think it was 24 hours, really, uh, for $2.50. And after commissions, that was a gain of 8.13%. Now, I know you're thinking, oh, man, just 8% on a long put trade? That's not very much. And it's not, right? But Starbucks only went down 72 basis points during that time. And what we'll talk about here in a minute is it actually reversed and went the other way. So I was actually really fortunate because I knew what to do in the situation to keep any of the gain on the trade, right? So signal details. Uh, FinClub AI had the uh, uh, sector momentum for the, this consumer discretionary at 50%. Now, remember, if you want to see that over 60% whenever you're looking at FinClub's results there. That tells you that the stock is going to go up. The sector is moving up. And in this case, at 50%, it means it's either going to be drifting sideways or down. On my daily charts, I don't need a lot of indicators. I really don't. Here's the things that I look for. Is the 520 crossed over? Is the MACD crossed over? Is the RSI okay if it's not overbought? And then I do the same thing on an hourly chart. And that's it. I mean, I don't have boatloads of indicators or anything like that. I really just care about these three things. The 520, moving, exponential moving averages, are they crossed over? Is the MACD crossed over? And is RSI overbought? That's it. So let's go into the chart and we'll show you what happened. So uh, we bought it on, now I've really tried to clean this up and um, I know that it can get a little overwhelming whenever you start adding more and more things to it. So we'll start with this on a clean slate here. We bought it on, we bought the puts, which uh, increase in value as the stock price goes down on February 6th and then we sold the puts on February 7th. You can see just eyeballing it here that it did go down during that time frame. And then it went back up, right? So on the daily, the gray line is our 5. The blue uh, uh, black line is our tw- uh, 20. The blue line is our, our 10. I'm going to remove that because we don't need it. And you can see here that they are crossed over, so that's good. Our MACD at the bottom was crossed good. Our RSI looked good, okay? And then moving on to the hourly chart. Uh, Where is the sixth, it was here, so this is the sixth, and as you can see it went down and then it came back up. right? So our 5 and 20s crossed over, MACD crossed over, RSI looked good. Now I'm going to add back my drawings in here, and as you can see it starts to get cluttered real quick. Um, But I'll show you what each one of the things is here and why I have these in. So I like to have a 65-minute chart and a 12-minute chart. 65 minutes is because it actually is six equal periods in a day, whereas if you go an hourly chart, um, the 30-minute, either at the beginning or the end of the day, gets an equal weight as an hour, and it can mess things up. So that's why I don't go with hourly charts anymore. I go with the 65-minute charts. So I'm looking for... Okay. So the vertical lines at 86.58 and 85.98 are when we got in and out of the trade. Make this a little bit bigger. The blue area is our expected move. That's our edge in the trade, right? That's what our model is showing, the way that the price should go. And you can see it went that direction and then it went the opposite direction. Now I'm gonna remove this line. And really what I wanna see happen is so I wanna see it moving down, but I also wanna see it moving down at the same speed as our model results. So I put a, uh, a diagonal line on top of this. Now that diagonal line there, as you can see, it kinda of hugs the blue cloud area, mainly because that is which what you could consider like a trailing stop, right? If it goes the other direction, we're gonna give it some room, but we're only gonna give it room to that point to find out if the trend is working. If the trend is working, then it should never, ever, ever touch this, ever. And if the trend is not working, then it will touch it. All right. So we entered at 86.58, we closed to 85.98. Now let's go over to the 12 minute chart. Now a 12 minute chart, because that is, I mean, obviously they do 12 and a half minutes, but they just put 12 on the the list here. Uh, That's an equal weighting. Um, equal portions of the 65-minute chart. Makes sense, right? All right, so we entered here at 10.06 on February 6th, and then it went down, it went down, and then, hey, look at that. We got a gap down the next day. That's awesome. But wait a minute. It immediately reversed and starts going the other direction. Okay. So now this is what I was kind of alluding to earlier is that... um, whenever you've got these long tails, now it gapped down that next morning and then started immediately going up. Like the whole trend reversed immediately. It was a beautiful uptrend, in fact, if you look at it on the 12-minute chart. If you look at the hourly chart, what you'll see is it's a really long bar that immediately uh, went the other way. Whereas if you look at this one, an hour or so before we entered our trade, it was a really long bar and kept going down. This was a really long bar and started going the other way. And that is the key. That's the tail that I was talking about earlier. If it starts chewing up its tail, that may be a sign to you to get out. And this is a perfect example. And while I was excited to share this with you, a really long bar and it kept going down a really long bar that, you know, was a gap down and then went the other direction. You see the difference there, right? Long bar down. Okay long bar up from a gap down. That is the difference. Now, if this had gone down and kept going down, that's awesome. That's exactly what we want when we're doing our trend following here. But that is the opposite of what happened. It gapped down and then chewed up its tail and went the other direction. So because of that, this whole time I am moving my stops. Okay, I went from saying I had a a, I don't know, probably 50 cents in risk. That's usually where I start at. If I put on trade at 250, I usually give it 50 cents of room to work, right? So I will uh, close the trade when it hits $2. Um, so I I don't honestly remember what I had here, but let's say I started at 50 cents and I moved it up to uh, 225. And then I moved it up to 250. All right, so now we're at break even. And now my stop, at break-even is looking good, and then I see this gap down, and I'm like, okay, what I want to do, and this is key here, is when you see gap downs like this, and then it starts move, moving the opposite direction, the easiest thing to do, don't fight it. Don't try and worry about if it's going in your direction. Don't, don't worry about anything like that. The easiest thing that I do is I move my stop to 50% of those profits, so yeah, of course, I'm going to lose out on 50% of the paper profits, but I'm going to keep 50% of paper profits if it moves the other direction. So this is another big lesson here. So let's say my stop, I'm going to just say it was, uh, how much did we take out of this? I think it was like 20 yeah, it was twenty cents. Okay, so obviously I had moved my stop down to uh, 20 cents where it had uh, 40 cents in uh, return at this point. So, whenever I moved it down to where it had 20 cents of gain, I literally just walked away at that point. I don't have to worry about it. I know that my stop will get filled and I will keep 50% of the profits as long as it gets filled and uh, that's exactly what happened. So, here's, here's the takeaways that you need to take in this Starbucks trade and what I was really excited about. Number one you've got a long tail. Anytime you've got a long tail, you need to be watching it, right? If the long tail happens from a gap down or gap up or whatever, something that moves in your direction, that's great. Now, if it had moved in the opposite direction, we'd have been stopped out and moved on with our lives. But because it it gapped down in the direction we wanted, that's a good thing. Now, you watch it. If it's got the long tail, right? The long tail that moves down and then starts moving back up, that's when you need to say, okay, how am i going to play this well the way that i like to play it is move my stop to 50 percent of the paper profits so if you've got a dollar in profits move it down to 50 cents and that way you lock in that gain and because starbucks in this case uh reversed immediately after this gap down it was filled uh, within i don't know an hour of the market opening because i saw this and i uh, reacted very quickly and I moved my stop down, capturing half of that paper profit, and before it even had a chance to really do any other damage, I was done, and then, as you can see, it went up and up and up and up and up and up, right? We took advantage of this small down move here, which was great, very pleased with that, but then right after that, it was a huge up move, We took advantage of a 76 basis point decline in the stock, and then it immediately rallied two uh, percentage points right after that. So that was everything I wanted to show you on the Starbucks trade, right? Is knowing when to get out of the trade when it is working in your favor, but starts to reverse. Dude, I've had so many of these trades where um, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have a stop, I definitely wasn't prepared for it reversing, and then I had a nice winner turn into a nice loser. You probably had that happen too. And this is how you can avoid it. By moving your stop down, capturing 50% of those paper profits, and then if it moves in your direction even more, your stop never gets hit and it continues on. If it moves against you, you captured half those paper profits, and you still have a winner. You didn't want to turn into a loser. So there you go. That's everything I wanted to cover with you on this Starbucks trade. And thank you so much for tuning into today's How to Trade Stocks Options podcast. I really hope that you found this helpful. Uh, If you wouldn't mind, please like, subscribe, and uh, share this with all your friends uh, because they could probably use it too. And don't forget to enable those notifications because I never want you to miss any tools, tips, and tricks that we upload every single week to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, thank you so much for listening. And before you go, remember to head on over to FinClub.ai to get your two free weeks of artificial intelligence stock picks. You've got nothing to lose and only the most advanced AI to help you trade with confidence at FinClub.ai. That's FinClub.ai. 10 stocktrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, through its content, financial programming or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investor's and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. 10 StockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice, tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives.